Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Welcome back to Sports on a Sunday Morning on KMOX, the home of the St. Louis Cardinals. And joining us is the Cardinals President of Baseball Operations, John Mosellock. John, good morning. How are you? I'm doing well, Tommy. Good morning. Good morning. Always great talking baseball with you. I told the audience earlier this hour that I offered uh, last week to give you a breather uh, you know, off the show, give you an off day. And one is you've been so good to us. Uh, you, you come on basically every Sunday. You talk baseball with us. You, you give us the information. You let us know what's going on. You answer all my questions, which I always appreciate. But secondly, really not much had changed at that point. I mean, you laid it out for us the previous Sunday, and then a lot happened <laughs> over a course of a few days. And on Wednesday, you had a press conference in front of the media, which we knew was going to happen at some point. And there was a lot to talk about, wasn't there? Yeah, unfortunately, there really was. And I guess to some level, maybe uh, some good news as well. So, you know, first off, you know, when you talk about what we discussed that day in terms of all the the, the coaching changes, really, uh, you know, I think back to uh, when – a year ago when we were trying to hire Skip Schumacher as our bench coach and, and he and I were talking and, you know, one of the things that, that we were talking about was this might lead to a managerial opportunity one day. And uh, I guess on, on a personal note, I was kind of hoping it would be a few years from now, but, um, you know, certainly happy for him. He's, he's a great guy, did a tremendous job for us. There's no doubt he's going to be missed, but you know, it's, it's, it's sort of the cycle of baseball, right? Like if you do a good job, you, you create more opportunities for yourself. And so, you know, he's off to Miami and uh, now the St. Louis Cardinals, especially the front office and Ollie are going to now have to look to backfill for that, replace him. And, and uh, of course we also have two pitching coach openings. And, and so we're working on that as well. And uh, we also had Jeff Albert step down. So, you know, a lot going on, on on sort of the employment front or the coaching front. And uh, obviously the next couple of weeks are going to be pretty critical for that. Yeah, no question. I mean, just looking at those four, Schumacher, we all know who he is and what he's done. I can tell you just from my eyeballs being down in the clubhouse, he is one busy man. I mean, from the start of spring training, he is all about getting everybody where they need to be. The bench coach is a very important position, but he is – really good at his job and I'm very very excited for him so that's a big opening to fill we all know what Mike Maddox has done throughout his career my understanding is this still the case that he just wants to step aside and and do something else but still help you yeah I think right now he's looking for a change of pace to to some level Um, we have not determined exactly what that looks like as of yet but I just think the the sort of day-to-day grind was starting to wear on him same thing for Gertie, uh, Brian Eversgird? 
Yeah, Gertie, we I have you know spoken with him, and and as I mentioned the other day, he'll he'll be a, a special assistant and focus more on the upper level clubs, but um, get to bounce around there. And um, you know, I think he's looking forward to also having a little bit of of home time relative to the day to day commitment of, of the big leagues. Jeff Albert served as hitting coach, and it was as much a big league position as an organizational position, wasn't it? What happened there ultimately with Jeff Albert in your mind? Well, I think probably a lot of things in the sense, um, um, you know, first off, I feel like he definitely accomplished some of the things that we sent out to do four or five years ago, back when we hired him. Um, I think, uh, you know, we certainly moved the needle on, on how we approach hitting, how we think about hitting from a developmental standpoint to where we are today. And so, you know, that was super encouraging to do that. And I also feel like, you know, you look at, at, at the way he goes about it. I think what most people don't realize is he's, he's really a really bright guy. And, and what I mean by that is he's someone that, uh, um, you know, is almost more of a scientist than he is quote, like just a baseball coach. And look, I understand not everybody's going to understand his language, but the bottom line is he's, uh, you know, he's a bright guy. But I think he also is like looking to to see what's next for him, and he felt like how it was working here, um, time for change was in his best interest. And rather than try to talk him out of it or you know go down that path, I think uh, you know sometimes change is healthy for an organization, and and so I think we'll uh, we'll have to approach it with that mindset. You certainly have internal candidates, I would imagine, for all of those positions, and it's kind of been the Cardinals' thing is to promote from within. However, uh, there are some big positions here that would be attractive to a lot of people, and I'm certain that you're going to take a look around and see who's out there. Yeah, we'll certainly uh, you know, explore what, what our possibilities are. I, I mean, that's really ongoing now. And uh, like I said, the next couple of weeks, we'll try to, uh, to find resolution to these openings and, and hopefully put ourselves in a position for a successful, successful 2023 as far as uh, staffing goes. A staff is really important. Uh, coaches are very important. Instruction certainly is one of the biggest things about a ball club in terms of a long grind. But we all know that players win. And you have to have great players to win. And one of the best players we've seen in this town in a while is Nolan Arenado. He made it uh, public. It came out early and then just kind of caught momentum throughout the day that he is staying with the Cardinals. He is not going to opt out of his contract. Your reaction to that, something that we had discussed over the course of the last few weeks. Well, you know, you, you always ask me for breaking news, and believe it or not, this would be breaking news now because, yes, there was a lot of things going on yesterday, but I'm sure you're well aware that, that the St. Louis Cardinals never made a comment on it. But, yeah, we're super excited that he's coming back. Um, spent uh, Monday afternoon and evening with him. We discussed, you know, organizationally where we're going, what we have um, coming, uh, but overall his confidence and, and most importantly, just how happy he is being here in St. Louis. So, you know, I'm glad this this was resolved. I'm, I'm, I'm you know, super excited that, that he's going to be part of this franchise. And, uh, you know, he's uh, he's an amazing player, um, really good guy to get to know. And, um, you know, when I think back to when we made that trade, 
there were a lot of things that that had to happen to make it happen, and and it did. And I think in the end, it's 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 been great, and I'm just glad he's going to remain a part of us. You did mention in that news conference on Wednesday uh, that the two of you did get together. Uh, what can you tell us about that? Uh, about that discussion and about the future of the organization from from his standpoint and from yours. Well, obviously, when a player has an, an out, they they want to know where things are going. Um, so there's lots of things that go into someone's calculus on what's next. But for him, I just wanted to reassure him that you know the Cardinals expect to to win every year. That's not changing. Um, our future is super bright when you think about some of the talent that we have coming, and uh, we also have resources. So you know you, you tie all that together, and and I, I you know it's always hard to map out you know, the next five years of any organization, but we're certainly excited about where we're, where we're headed and what we're capable of doing. There are some needs in this organization uh, at the big league level, and you did mention that in your news conference about uh, obvious needs. One of them, of course, is catcher, which we can circle back to here. Another, well, you can never have enough pitching. I know you're going to be looking at that. Um, but you mentioned augment the offense, and you know, what – if you can expand on that and looking at this lineup and what the need is there. Well, when you look at our club, I mean, obviously, um, you know, our season was somewhat unique in the sense of, of, you know, Goldie and Nolan were hot for almost all of it. But then you look at the second half and, and you saw how productive Albert became. And so I just feel like, you know, somebody's either going to have to step up or we're going to have to go out and get something. And so, you know, there's a lot of different ways to, to do that. But clearly, you know, you think about the emergence of what we saw at a new bar that was certainly exciting. But, you know, D.C. and, and Tyler, you know, we're going to have to get more production out of them. Um, and, you know, let's just touch on catching because, you know, from an offensive standpoint, I think there's there's some room to grow there. You know, we don't want to take a huge step back defensively, but we also have to be realistic. You know, not anybody's going to just step into Yachty's shoes. So, you know, there's a lot of different ways we can sort of look at that. And I think over the next uh, really kind of six weeks to eight weeks is really what we're going to explore and, and try to see how we can really optimize our lineup. That catcher position, and again, your policy, our policies, we don't name names this time of year. Um, but you know, when you poked around earlier at the trade deadline to see what was out there. And now that you're poking around and seeing what's out there, do you like what you see? I mean, are there, is there enough out there? It's it's a really, it's a really hard question to answer because, you know, whatever we were poking our heads around, we still had Yachty and now we don't. So it's, it's, it's just a different, different math. And, you know, clearly you may not find exactly what you want, but we know we have to find something. So, you know, we're going to make, make do with the best we can. And, uh, you know, obviously the opportunity to improve is, is something that we always take advantage of November, December, January, and sometimes even in February to, to allow us to do that. So, you know, we're going to explore a lot of different things. And I know that's vague and I know that's not what a lot of times like people want to hear, but, you know, it's, 
it's, it's never good to speak in absolutes this time of year because lots of things can change. No, I get that. And it's October 30th. You know, there's the World Series is still going on. There's a there's a long way to go. So take it. It could e- be November 30th, Tommy. Yep. You still get the same answer, brother. No, no, I get. But you know what I mean? Like it's it's early and there's still a ways to go. You have to let things develop out there and see what's out there. But it gets people excited when they hear the possibility of spending more dollars because if you're going to get someone you're going to have to spend money or players and you have some exciting players uh in your cupboard there that, that are about to be uh, released also out of your organization so it's an interesting time exciting time as always yep yep no doubt uh so what about pitching i mean it, how do you see this rotation right now do you like what you have and it, with adam wainwright coming back a nice development there is there a room to grow there do you have some internal candidates or could that be something you explore well i think like when you look at what we currently have um you know a couple things come to mind it's you know dakota is, is someone that I don't think you should rule out for the rotation. I think the, the, the pitch clock is going to be something that he benefits from. You know, I think uh, about Libby, and, and I certainly hope this past summer was a, a learning point for him. So, you know, those are guys that could definitely give us innings. I think uh, Drew Verhagen is, is hoping to come and compete for starting innings when he comes to camp. I know he's feeling much better on his recovery. Um, but, you know, you sort of look at, at postseason rosters right now and, and you see a lot of swing and miss in that bullpen or those bullpens. And so it's just, you know, it's, it's a horsepower game right now. And, and so, like, you know, trying to understand, like, how this all fits is something that we have to focus on. Now, you know, our team can can benefit probably as well as anybody from ground ball pitchers because we have such good defense. But it's still something that, you know, you're not always trying to, like, quote, keep up with the Joneses. But – you know, having some more horsepower down in that, that bullpen, I think, would also be something that we have to think about. And you have a lot of positions, going back to your position players, of flexibility where you could go a number of different ways, I guess. Second base, shortstop, DH, center field, really up the middle. Um, you have some options there that you could close in on unless you were to lock up somebody in the offseason. So you could go a number of different ways there. Well, I think the biggest question is, is what, what are some of these younger players going to do? Right, we we've had hints of of Tyler O'Neill having you know MVP type season a year and a half ago, and then and then this year just didn't go as planned. And then you know Dylan Carlson's a guy that we have a lot of faith in and believe it's it's going to come around, but I think the the nagging injuries this year just never quite caught stride. But ultimately, you're going to need that to happen. And then you have somebody like uh, uh, Nolan Gorman. And is, is he going to be one of those guys that can go out and produce an 850 OPS and put up 25 home runs? And, you know, these question marks are something that, that you know, we have to resolve ourselves. But, um, you know, I, I, I definitely feel like these are much better options to have than, than no options at all. One, we wish you the best in all of that here in this offseason. We absolutely appreciate the fact that you are uh, keeping us informed. Uh, two, you know, we look at the World Series and see the Philadelphia Phillies still sitting there. I mean, there they are, the, the team that knocked out the Cardinals. It it shows you, it gives you vibes of 06 and 11 that anything can happen. They Not to discount their roster. I mean, they're loaded with talent, no doubt, but... Um, you're really not that far away, are you? 
Well, I think, well, I don't think we are. Um, you know, we'll, it would have been you know, sort of fun if we could have ever understood what it would have looked like had we won game one, right? Yeah. Um, no, 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 no idea how history would have been rewritten, but, and it may not have been, but you, you don't know. I think, though, like the takeaway for me is, is what you, you guys hear me talk a lot about is, is the randomness of October. And, you know, I, I, I wish there were like, you know, just an ironclad way of building a club to get you to October and then an ironclad way to say how you're going to go deep into October. But there's, there's no perfect GPS or recipe to do that. And I do think like what you're seeing with, with Philly, I agree with you. I think they're, they're a better team than what they showed in season and they're playing like it now, but you're also seeing a team playing with enormous confidence and you're also seeing a team playing with, with, you know, quote hot, they have it clicking. And so when you're doing that and, and Houston's doing the same thing, you, you tend to have that deep run. And, you know, as I, I said the other day, like I look back at, at our month of September, that was not our best month of, of baseball during the season. And, you know, frankly, I think that, that, that ended up uh, kind of showing in the end because we just couldn't get those, the, the key hits. And, uh, you know, we had a bullpen that, that was pretty solid throughout the year. And, and um, given Helsley's, injury it just wasn't able to to sustain it so you know ollie and i were talking the other day i mean we can beat ourselves up over you know that game one for the rest of our lives but you know reality is is we got to turn the page we got to start thinking about 2023 and that's really where our energy is at this point we look forward to all of it. As you know, this fan base uh, is as rabid as there is in sports, and it is a 365-day-a-year sport from that standpoint. And it is for you, too. The business continues as you move forward in this offseason. We look forward to how everything develops. And thank you for all of this. We appreciate it very much here on KMOX. It sounds good. Catch up next week. Always good talking to you. There's John Mozela, Cardinals President of Baseball Operations. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.